Welcome to episode 93 of the Endless Stream. It is the year 2023, it is January 9th, and it is the first episode of the year. Welcome back to the Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I am joined by Kevin. We are two artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-around shit-talkers. And each week we take some of the Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, Amazon, Disney. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week we're going to be talking about The Pale Blue Eye, I think we touch on White Noise, we talk about some trailers and stuff coming out, Kevin talks about the way he spent his Christmas, I talk about the way I spent my New Year's, we're just having a roundup of the holidays, and talking about some movies. We also talk about the Letterboxd app, anybody use the Letterboxd app? You can follow me, Aiden Watha, and you can follow Kevin McNamara on Letterboxd, we're just going to use that now to sort of log movies and review them, it's good fun. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Head over to Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and like, review, like, subscribe, share, tell people about the end of stream. All that stuff helps us out. Rate and review, is that the one? Um, on top of that, you head over to Instagram, at The Endless Cast, where we put up art and clips to go with each episode. And that's a great place to leave us a comment, send us a direct message, suggest we watch something, tell us we're wrong about something. And if you want to go old school, you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, Happy New Year. Let's get into the episode. It is the end of stream 2023. We are back. We have so much to talk about, don't we, Kevin? Yes. How was your Christmas? Great. My Christmas was actually very good. I did. I totally enjoyed my Christmas. Probably one of my favorite Christmases ever. Uh, and I didn't get anything, which means I really enjoyed the true spirit of Christmas. It only took nearly 35 years i promise actually this year to be less um to share less than last year and previous years have you said too much uh no i don't personally feel like i have but uh brian has mentioned it in the past on previous episodes that i have have mentioned bowel movements and things in the oh, past fuck and I don't off think people fuck appreciate off it. fuck off who look brian has one example of one person that's like wow that's a lot of Whatever the fuck. I don't think that that's a serious... You listen. They can be gross. They can be not even necessarily gross, but just... I'm just being I, honest. I, I'm I an open book. I wouldn't measure... But this year I wouldn't change your behavior. year of the closed book. Really? I'll be stoic and polite. Right. Yes. Okay. And I'll, be, I'll just be incredibly analytical of everything I watch. How did the Christmas eating period affect your bowels? No, fine. Just heartburn. Heartburn, yeah. Didn't have any yeah. side effects. Okay. No. Heartburn. That's all. And um, indigestion. No, I'm just saying I'm gonna go back on the on the on the old vegan buzz. On the vegan buzz, yeah. I've yes, I've, yes. I've thoroughly slipped no, on the like the meal prep end of things. Like I'm still making the meals and they're there and I do eat them, but it does get to the weekend I'm like, hey, pizza. <laughs> you know? Um Yeah. But that's not a problem really. I'm not No. You're I think you're allowed to I think you're allowed to like, you know, obviously eat what you want all the time. Hmm. Or eat healthy and all that jazz. But come weekend, have your pizza. That's it. Yeah. Um, um, the only reason I'm going back to veganism is because uh, I just didn't have heartburn when I was vegan. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like, yeah, like I know it sounds kind of like, well, it is what it is, isn't it? But like, it's kind of just at the end of the day, like, that's obviously a health thing. And I just have to nip that in the butt and just accept the fact that like, if I eat, if I have a non-vegan diet, I'm just going to be. Is it going to be an aspect of my life that's going to be unwell? When you make meat-based meals, how elaborate are they? No, they're not like, at all. Like, you're coming from a cooking family, mm-hmm. and I'm just conscious of or wondering if there's a... Like, uh, I guess being, I don't know, engineering or analytical or whatever, it's like, okay, something is giving you heartburn. Is it just meat? Like, if you eat, if you eat like, just some clean roast chicken with no no sauces or basting or whatever like if you experimented and went okay baseline product chicken without anything else on it do i have heartburn by the see but it won't give me heartburn okay see but the thing is it's really go on sorry no i'm just wondering like you know is it by the time that you put like a nice sauce based or something on it something with a bit of chili or a bit of heat or a bit of no no not at all because like like i ate like all the same foods vegan i just just had meat like instead of meat i would have had like say uh, a veg or mushroom or something like that you know mm. um 
I was had I had ramens, I had like roast dinners, I had everything, man. So it's everything. still the same complexity of flavor profiles yep. and, and, Absolutely. and and whatever, Absolutely. but it's just if the not meat more is complex. Adding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It must just be the meat. I just can't. My body just can't digest meat. I guess it just hangs around and processes a lot longer in the stomach. Yeah. He said, knowing next to nothing. My body doesn't like it. Oh. Did you go anywhere or do anything cool? Like you, you went to Wicklow for the Christmas, right? So I went to Wicklow for a couple of days, and that was good fun. And then we were back home for a couple of days. Then, uh, and we, we well, obviously we went back to work and stuff. And then I'm just back from Athlone. Just back from Athlone. Yes, very good. I only went there for yesterday. I stayed. Or, uh, on I stayed Friday. pretty much local. Uh, with the families, with with my mother and my brother, um, I stayed in on New Year's Eve because like family, um, and then yeah. my brother went home around nine o'clock, and my mother went to bed around ten o'clock, and I was sitting at the living room on my own at eleven o'clock with three cats, and I was like getting sick on you. Mm, no, but they were lovely, lovely cats. Um, but I went to bed early then. I was just like, yeah, I guess that's fine. Um, it's not that I hate. Like I like, I like a solitude evening with a movie on and like whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was funny that it was like I could have gone and done a thing if we were all going to like. Well, you know, next you know for next time though, dude. Mm. You do know for next time, you know. Yeah. Don't don't do it again. If you, if 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 it's if it's a thing that you know would would if you're if if it's a thing if something I'd like, like to oh, do, go and do it. Yeah. To go and do it, yeah, because yeah. uh, I don't care for New Year's at all, and mm. um, and just mostly because of the crowds and the the lack of taxis and yeah. X Y and Z. But uh, yeah, we'll have to organise a New Year's, New Year's end of stream bash, arama, um, yeah. So, uh, but you're what's to do with all the animals in your house? Well, they're family, you know. You gotta. You know, um, <laughs> Uh, we've got five cats. My brother mm-hmm. has two rabbits, two guinea pigs, whack of chickens. Um, they're around a lot as well. They're in the garden. Um, he's got a little farm going. Grew a whole whack of pumpkins. Bunch of corn. Apples. Yeah. Got a little urban That's farm amazing. thing happening. Um. Yeah. You know, look, all the animals look beautiful. I love chickens. Mm. I'm, I'll send you a thing. I was just out there yesterday, and I took like I'm not usually down the end of the garden. Yeah, send yeah. send all those things to me. But I have consumed a healthy Christmas amount of content. All right. Well, let let's start with like because you you commented on on structure a little bit towards the end of last year. So we used to start with a, like here here's some sort of upcoming things some trailers some some upcoming news um mm-hmm. did you see anything in the last sort of week or so that's like here's something coming that's got you excited so what i've realized having spent time in other people's houses over the christmas period is that my netflix does me a disservice interesting what does that mean as in i go to my friends houses yeah and we have netflix on and it does that whole like scrolling like, you know, different shows that are coming up and things you can watch, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, on my Netflix, it's crap. Like, it just shows me crap. But on my friend's Netflix, it shows, like, really interesting things and stuff I never heard of and things I find intriguing. So I'm, I'm going to wipe my Netflix account and start again. What's it showing? Well, not, not really showing anything, man. Just the big things, you know, like the, the generic big things, you know? Yeah. Well, like, I opened... It's funny you say that because I opened... Um I've been watching a lot of stand-up on Netflix and I went mm. to search and I put stand-up in and I got the option stand-up and it showed on the side panel, I counted, accessible to me through that search of specifically the phrase stand-up. Stand-up. Yeah. 40 titles. Mm-hmm. Now that feels light, doesn't it? Yeah. Considering... 10 plus years. 10 plus years. Three of them were Taylor Tomlinson. Three of them were... Segura, three of them were Kreischer, bunch of Bill Burr, couple of Ricky Gervais. Like you very quickly get through. Here, well, yeah, that's that's not forty people. That's maybe like t- twenty-five to thirty people. Yeah, with multiple whatevers. 
And I know yeah. for a fact, like, Ramesh Ranganathan's on there, James Acaster's on there, Catherine Ryan's on there, but they didn't show up in the search. That's weird, right? Yeah, I don't know how you... There's obviously... But you know the way there's all those codes? Yeah. Fucking yeah, weird, isn't it? it? Just give me everything. It is weird, though, yeah. It's pushing... Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's pushing it's like, it's like that's, that's not how a library search engine works. Yeah. Like, kind of... It's, it's all your content. Surely you should be showing all your content. Yeah. I know for a fact that they've got, like, a, a range of international stand-up comedy. Because for a while it was coming up, and it's like... I'd have to watch it with subtitles, but, like... You know, here's a Spanish, here's a South American, here's a... You know, there's stand-ups from all over the world. Is there much Irish stand-up on it, I wonder? Interesting. I don't know if there's an Irish comic with a Netflix special. Tommy Tiernan has never entirely been my taste, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, has he, not got, has he not got a, a special somewhere? I guess it's the Netflix distinction here, because, I mean, Darrow Brian's had a lot of... Like, he puts a DVD out annually, like, you know? It's a lot of Irish comics put out a a thing. Yeah, I'm just seeing if there's any if there's any Irish stand-up comics. Daniel Sloss, is he, is he Irish? Scottish. Have you ever watched this stuff? Uh, no, I don't watch stand-up comedy. I used to years ago, but then I grew it. Um... <laughs> Check out that my older brother stuff. It's good. My older brother, shout out to Benny. Say say hi to Benny. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Benny. Uh, he would have he would have watched tons of stand up when I was younger, when I was a kid. I remember him ha- watching like lots of Bill Bailey. Um, I want to say, uh, oh, what's his name? He would have been well, Ricky Gervais and all those people, and the likes of uh, the guy who did Black Box. Yeah, um, Dermid, Dylan Morn, Dylan Morn, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Benny like kind of, he would have been buying stand up DVDs. Uh, there was another guy, um, Ross Noble, yeah. uh, Tim Mitchin, all those type of guys, you yeah. know, uh, like this, like this, I, like he probably has, he probably, he could still have a huge collection of these things, but these are just the ones I remember when I was like living at home and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, I was actually uh, well. Actually, I won't go into that tangent. But uh, but yes, he used to watch. Uh, he he would have had a lot of stand up DVDs and all that kind of stuff growing up. But I don't watch them anymore, man. I don't watch. I I think I've watched one or two stand up specials, maybe on behalf of your kind of strong recommendation or hmm. encouragement to watch something. But uh, I never really watched them. I We're going to go see John Mulaney in ten days. Who are you, me, Brian? We- what day? Wednesday the 18th? Yes, I can't wait. Had you forgotten? No, 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 I didn't. But you said, you said, I thought you said I am. And I was just like, oh, I thought we were going. No, we're going. I'm I'm excited for that, man. That's going to be class. That's that's not next week. It's the week after though. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to see John Mulaney in the Olympia, which is kind of what I like about... um, Oh, the Olympia. Brilliant. It's the Olympia. Um, I don't want to go to the three arena. There's other comics playing this year that are like, we're doing here. And it's like, I don't want to... Mulane with like we are in the stalls like five rows back like we're just low and sitting yeah close like, yeah it's great great um yeah plus the last time we went to see comedy in the tree arena it's so stressful to get out there and on time and it's messy trying to get a taxi when you leave like Ugh. Every, like it's just it's a whole to do and it's just not crap. i'm sure we walked anyways but yeah. yeah i must sit down uh and kind of do a bit of a what's coming up what am i looking forward to tv shows actors you know that kind of like, it just brought broadly across streaming platforms yeah um, i did i did buy my faja my faja i bought him yellowstone all right for christmas has he ever has he watched that uh he hasn't but okay. he will be diggity into it but uh he uh and obviously uh harrison ford is doing his, a prequel series to it or something yeah uh but uh yeah i want i would like to watch yellowstone um, okay. It's cowboy esque, as far as I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Costner is in it, right? Yes. Yeah, I get this yeah. like um, Sons of Anarchy kind of vibe off it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Where it's that's, like that's okay. I like those type of shows. Like, yeah, I know. I ne- I never did. It's just a bit macho. I know. Yeah, uh, I'm not even like I'm. I, I'm not even a particularly uh, you know macho masculine person. Yeah. Um, 
but I like I like those. I, like Sons of Anarchy, Sons of I actually enjoy Sons of Anarchy, but like most TV shows, it, it always gets to a point where it's like this that have ended like a long time ago, you know. I guess just like I saw an ad for Paramount Plus. For some reason, Yellowstone doesn't appeal to me. I don't know what it is. I guess I don't know what the. I don't know. I, I should watch it. I, I've I've made a I've made a decision of what the intent or the ethos of the spirit of this show is. Um, See, I don't know anything about it except for people told me it's kind of like a modern western, and I'd like it. I haven't yeah. even seen a trailer or anything. I saw an ad for Paramount Plus that was just like they'd layered three shows on top of each other, and it was like Yellowstone, The Old Man, and I, I know it's not The Old Man because that's something else that's on a different channel. Maybe I'm wrong there. And it's then like 1923, Plus. so it was like it was like. Harrison Ford, Jeff Bridges, and and Kevin Costner. And I was just like, Jesus, if you're an old white guy looking for old white guys being cantankerous and delivering violence on young upstarts, this is the... Are you an old white guy? Come to Paramount+. Plus. Like, that's the whole vibe I got off their marketing. It's just like, we want... Did you vote for Trump? Yeah, did, did, but Paramount+, Plus is a new thing, right? Yeah. Like, in this country. In this country, yeah. Um, actually, yeah, why am I getting ads for Paramount Plus? I guess they want me to subscribe. I hate so many fucking streaming services. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Benny, Benny uh, subscribed to Paramount Plus. Shout out to Benny. But uh, Benny Shout out subscribed to, Benny. to... Happy New Year, Benny. Benny Happy New Year, subscribed Benny. to Paramount Plus. So I'm interested in it. You know, interested in it, you know. Uh, oh, it was Tulsa King. It wasn't the old man. It was Tulsa King. I don't know what that is. Oh, Tulsa King. Who's in that? Thing. It's the Salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was yeah. Kevin Costner... Harrison Ford and Sylvester Stallone, and I was like, right, if you're an old white guy. Yeah, fair, fair, yeah. But, you know, they, they, uh, they're they demographic too, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm only joking, I'm only joking. But uh, they're not people. Like, trailer-wise this week, then, we had uh, we had Renfield um, with the Nick Cage Dracula. It looks fun. It, 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 um, it, it, I guess it gives Renfield vampire superpowers, but he's very... Uh, Kung Fu fight choreography, doing like flips and B twists, and mm-hmm. um, it's the kind of fight choreography that I'm like, this is too much, like if uh, too theatrical. Yeah, it's like that stuff has its place, and I love that stuff. I really do. But like, I called, I called it out in uh, Werewolf by Night, where I'm like, why is he fighting? Like a like a choreographed like bounce off of him, pop with him, block parry. Like he's a werewolf, just tear through him like a fucking animal. Like that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I wanted the werewolf fighting to be. Not a, not actually sort of combat. You know what I mean? Combat. Yeah. I don't not, like not to think a, that not the, the disciplined uh, self defense. More yeah. like yeah, a, a, a flurry of mayhem. Yeah, just shred Berserk people. Mode. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if you ever. There's like, oh god, there's there's probably better examples, but I'm immediately thinking of like uh, the episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where Oz turned into a werewolf, and it is still definitely a dude in a suit, but he's kind of like like quadrupedic, like four legged walking, like yes, chasing them I through remember, the high school yeah. hallways, and it's this really frenetic, like holy shit, cool. there's an animal chasing me vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, I was playing with my nephew yesterday, and uh, they're they're all like you know obligatory like run away from a monster type of game, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was chasing him and stuff, and it's just so funny because you can see like the genuine fear in him <laughs> trying to get away and under the table, and you're like you're clawing at him and you grab his leg, and then he gets free, and it's just the the fear, the absolute fear is hilarious, you know. Uh, you I I remember like kind of getting immersed in like you know imaginary games as a kid and be genuinely afraid of like you know whoever was the monster or whatever you know i love it <laughs> well I, I i don't know nicholas holt is playing something quite funny in the trailer like i liked mm-hmm. him he's kind of charismatic and there's a lovely little moment oh, i did where... see that actually yeah oh so you did watch the trailer I, I must have seen a bit of that anyways yeah somewhere well i shared it in the group chat Oh, sorry. Do you this share in your group chat? Well, look, man. Uh, I was a family this weekend, so it looks like fun. I, I love Nicolas Cage. I do think he does some dog shit, but he also delivers some really fun performances. Uh, I think as a person, crap. It's got this sort of sorry. It's got the sort of Sorcerer's Apprentice vibe. Do you remember that movie with Jay Baruchel? See, not those type of things. Percy Jackson, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, all those things yeah. wouldn't be my jazz. That young, young adult kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, I don't think I was ever particularly enamored with it. 
Mm. That, like I, even as a child, see, I don't even know that it is that. Like it's it's trying to that's trying to jump off the Pirates of the Caribbean. Can we make a mm. Disney property? Uh, a movie that works, you know. So the Sorcerer's Apprentice is coming out of the Mickey Mouse Fantasia in the mm. in the basement, okay. trying to like he uses the magic wand and the fucking water buckets overfill okay. and it's um do you remember do you ever watch that what do you ever watch fantasia yes of course do you know what i'm talking about when i talk about mickey yes. mouse and the buckets yeah okay yes um rather yes, than course. it being like a young adult novel um they then tried well, to i thought it, it was for some, some reason no i think they just they took that idea and then went okay sorcerer's apprentice we have this thing it's mickey mouse but what do we do with it okay there's a sorcerer there's an apprentice sorcerer is I don't know, basically Merlin, let's get Morgana in. Like, and they just went kind of Arthurian. and So it tried to be mm. something, but it wasn't great. Um, and that's the vibe I get off this as well. Like, big dumb fun, I guess. Um, I wish they'd give him, like, just give him vampire teeth. Just give him two fangs. He's got this weird, like, mouthpiece where know, he's got, yeah. like, three little teeth for every tooth. And it's like, why yeah. are we doing this? We know what vampires look like. Do that. Fair. There's a mystery show coming with Natasha Leone called Poker Face. Uh, I think that's got to be coming out of the call for her to be Columbo-y. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. She, she was in Glass Onion. Yes, she did pop up in there alongside Angela Lansbury, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and it had Stephen S. And I thought it was... Uh, yeah, it's Stephen Sondheim. I had this feeling that Stephen Sondheim was dead. So I didn't want to say Stephen Sondheim and it not be him. Stephen Sondheim, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, basketball player in the Bruce Lee movie, seven foot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In airplane. Yeah, I, I, I would recognize him. All right, I just, I just, uh, let me just. Uh, I can't find the image, but uh, I do, I do recognize. Yeah, of course. Well, the two, three of them, I think it was. So. And I don't recognize. Okay, Stephen. now I know why I. Sondheim died in 2021. So, oh, okay. I was I was trying to say, I was going to say Stephen Sondheim's in it, and I was like, isn't he dead? So um, poor, yeah. so also poor, so poor old Jessica. La, La, Jessica can't say her name. Lansbury, Angela Lansbury, Angela. Oh yeah, she's Jessica Fletcher in. That's it. Yes. Uh, in, but anyways, uh, she passed away. Yes. Yeah, so she passed yeah. away. So it's not not unheard of. Yep, so Benoit but, uh, Blanc has two two cases to solve. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I think it was Natasha uh, Leon. Speaking of The Glass Onion, because I watched it. Very good. Um, Did you enjoy it? I liked it. Hmm. It's different than Knives Out. Yep, you saw it, you liked it. It's different than Knives Out. Yes, it is different than Knives Out. I liked Knives Out a bit better. I felt... Like Glass Onion was a little bit more animated or bombastic or something than than Knives Out. And Knives Out was a little bit more subdued. But give me more of these movies, man. Give me a fucking 15 of them. So what it is, is we have an understanding of what old money is. You know, the big old yes. house, the the yes. rooms full of antiques, the, 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 the cravat wearing, the entitlement. Yeah. Um, like lots of old brown furniture, you know, old wood. Um the world of the tech billionaire is slightly more alien and kind of silly to us. I mean, I think if you were to dig into, you know, and, and like we talked about this a little bit last year, like the, the Adams family weren't originally like they got creepier, but like they, they weren't monsters initially. They were a sort of parody mm. of the, the old sort of Victorian Edwardian era wealthy in America, you know, mm. that sort of American, mm. Um, gothic yeah kind of gothic is it isn't that the word um yep. east yep. coast elite i guess um this is a parody of like the modern uh uh magnate or, or whatever you call them tycoons um mm. and that features stuff that like seems science fiction to us you know like giant mm. glass structures and cars floating and you know robot luggage yeah. carrier and like yeah, all of these things like exist alarm systems and yeah and 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 sort of like you know hiring 
did you say Brian Eno or Philip Glass? They they hired um someone to compose the hourly dong. Yeah, he, Joseph Gordon Levitt. That did the voice of it, but he sort of throws away the idea that like, oh I hired Philip Glass to do the composing. Oh yes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Oh and, yeah, I understand, yes, yeah, yeah. And that's a spoof of um, I know just the Well they that, uh, Bill Gates or Microsoft hired I think they hired Philip Glass to do that sort of do 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 you know when Windows turns on? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that was specifically composed, you know, and they made a they made a big deal of that in the nineties, you know. Uh, I, I I find him a really great character, but uh, I, 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 I kind of I feel like kind of I didn't get as much of him in this one for some reason, to a degree. I would argue that we got way more of him. Maybe, 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 maybe. like yeah, I, it's been a long time since I've seen Knives Out. But if, I will if say you though, watch I, Knives Out, we spend so much time with Martha. Okay, and Benoit's there and he's walking around. But the funny thing about that is as much as people came away from it loving Benoit, he's very passive. And you get this idea almost mm. that you're like, is he useless? Is he just a mm. kind of goofy whatever? That's, that's a Columbo, a Columbo bit, isn't it? A little bit, but like it isn't until towards the end of it when he points out the blood he spotted on her shoe the moment he met her that you yeah, realise that Columbo, like he's man. known from moment one. <laughs> yeah. Where he's known from moment one everything about at least Marta, you know? Yeah. And, like, we felt like he's missed a trick or he doesn't understand or he's missing obvious things. He must be not a great detective. Whereas this one, and again, we're trying to avoid, we're going to just avoid spoilers with it because it's so mystery um, fun. But, like, this one, you know, we do have a moment where he sort of goes, ah, well, I'll show up and turn on a little bit of the Southern Hokum. And it's done from a position of very high status in his apartment. And you realize just sort of how... Like how kind of diligent put or, together he uh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so premeditated about this approach, but yeah. uh, because Columbo was Columbo was always the same thing. Columbo would always like kind of be leaving, and the person would be like frustrated after interaction with him, and then he'd be leaving the room, and hey, you know, just one more thing, you know, mm. and the person would be like, oh my god, to be just frustrated, you know, he was great, like he just wear him down through pure like, you know. I don't know how you say like uh, just nonsense you know yeah so Glass Onion out of 5 I'd say 3.54 I gave it a 4 and the only reason I took the sort of 1 away was uh, we know what this world is now so Knives Out was a surprise so I know what I'm walking into it doesn't have that sort of surprise element to it Mm. and some of the modern billionaire stuff while kind of accurate is so goofy um mm. and s- broad compared to what you saw in knives out but even knives mm. out you had the old grandmother sitting at the window and it's like ransom is that you like this yeah. sort of like <laughs> like it knives out is a very funny movie um yeah i do like that ryan johnson has sort of found his way back to like like detective noir mystery Stuff, Wait, what is you know, the done? first thing I found, like the first Ryan Johnson film I saw was Brick, which oh, I love Brick. Levitt. Yeah, and I love that. And he's gone on this little round the world awesome. thing back to Detective Story, which Brick. is kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Brick um, is great. And there's there's now a sort of like run on this sort of mystery murder thing, you know, like see how they run was there with yeah. Rockwell and Ronan, and yep. there's like. Seven Women, One Murder, or something's on Netflix as well. Yeah, there's there's another there's another uh, what to call it um, the new the new Christian Bale Edgar Allan Poe uh, Ed, movie. I just watched it last night. The Pale Blue Eye. Did you like? Did you like it? I gave it three stars. Uh, I'm now ranking things by stars. We'll come to that. Um, oh yes, I enjoyed I it a lot it's visually beautiful the actors are great the cast are great the costume design is great it's really atmospheric it's too long it doesn't quite get to its point quick enough or at the very least we're way ahead of it um without saying anything about the ending really it didn't work for me um so I came away kind of like, mm, it's not 100%. And here's an odd thing I noticed watching it. 
early on in it, um, scene quite early in it, where Christian Bale's character is called to uh, the military academy. I think it's West Point, but they never call it West Point, but it's the American Military Academy. Um, And Christian Bale is in a scene with Timothy Spall and Simon McBurney. And I had this moment where I was like, wait, Bale is Welsh, I think. And Timothy Spall's definitely British. McBurney's definitely British. And they're all doing like southern accent or they're they're doing they're doing very yankee accents um and then as the movie goes on you meet like toby jones and jillian anderson and um lucy boynton and lucy boynton it's just english people or british people to be sort of broader here because again i know bale as well so i don't know the rest of them harry melling's british there's there's I don't know. A little investigation, and there are a few of the sort of younger characters are American actors, but it's like, it's really weird that it's all Brits. Do they have no American actors? And the thing as well is, Bale has been doing American accents in things for so long, or at least a sort of, like, general American thing that you don't really know where he's supposed to be from, that, like, I don't blink twice when I see... There's no reaction when I see Christian Bale with his American accent going, but when Timothy Spall's then doing it, and Simon Rooney are then doing it, I'm sort of like, Christian Bale's the only character that feels real, because that sounds like Christian Bale's voice, whereas everybody else is doing a put-on. Does that make sense? Yes. Did they go into the fact that uh, Edgar Allan Poe invented the word detective? No. That's a true fact. He invented the word detective? Yes. The only one person in it that felt like it was a real American accent was Christian Bale. And I don't even know that it's a good American accent out of Christian Bale. It's just, it's the only voice we know from him. You know, we... Yeah, no, it's just it's just kind of his... It's his Bruce Wayne voice. It's his, yeah. you know, it's just anything that's not his natural accent, isn't it? Well, that he's done so much of that that, like, when you see him in interviews going, Oh, I don't know, mate. You know, I was just doing a bit of acting and then, yeah. And, and the world went, wait, hold on. He sounds like what? Like oh, I never, what, I never heard it. I don't think I speak like that. Yeah. No, he he's got a pretty like he's got a pretty full on British guy voice when you actually hear that's his hilarious. voice and you're like, that's weird. Is that what you sound like? We're so used to you being, yeah. and everything know. else. Yeah. yeah. Anything but. Um, okay, so yeah, I want to watch that movie. It, it's good. Do check it out. It, it's a bit long. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the end of it, but again, we're going into 2023 being a little less spoilery on the podcast. Yes, um, yes. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Like, so many of these Netflix movies are very polished looking, and then you watch mm-hmm. them and you're like, this is sort of like, you know, it's it's doing all the right things in terms of, like, Renfield, which we talked about briefly, very sharp clean looking film lots of nice lights Mm -hmm. on things like cars are underlit there's like three points of lighting with different colors and like it looks very slick but at the same time that feels very superficial and like not all that engaging sometimes Mm -hmm. um anyway that's the pale blue eye um one of the things i started doing over christmas was i downloaded the letterboxd app and it's completely the result of like um you know the spotify end of year thing Yes. Well, Letterboxd does this too, and now I know enough people on here that I started seeing all of their like years in review, and it mm-hmm. it the the marketing tool that is that year in review thing worked, and I signed up for Letterboxd, um, because it'll now keep track of, you know, here's all the films you watched, and you can review yeah, them and share that with people. I'm gonna do that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. Well, not right now, but yes. Um, I'm going to get Letterboxd, and I, and I can do it as well, because I watched the movie last night now, and I can't fucking remember for the life of me what it was. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a real fun um, fun little game. And um, being able to, like again, look back at the end of the year and go, I watched 400 films, and this yeah. many of them were this director, and this many of them were this person. Um, and you rated them and all that jazz. Yeah, there's a little yeah, review I'm, I'm, option I'm, I'm, as well, but you don't have to fill that in. I get anxious with that where I'm like, I don't want to actually put an opinion in writing because you know me from talking to me that like I 
I try to see both sides of every argument about this sort of stuff. If you catch me in one minute, I'm like, it's a good fun film. Catch me in the next minute, it's a piece of shit, really. But you know what I mean? I was looking at somebody who's like rated a thousand films and like every review is like, the little, even if it's just a sentence, it's quite funny. And it's like, oh God, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> to actively put some thought into but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the easier route and like mostly just hit the star ratings and track my films. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, definitely gonna do it because it's a good idea. Because like I've always said, I'd love to have a compiled list of all the movies I've seen and write, I've rated them and stuff, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's absolutely genius. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go backwards as well. If I think I've, I've watched that film, I'll put a rating against it because it, like, yeah. it wants to like get the date or at least log the date you watched it. Like you don't have to yeah. choose the date you watched it, but it'll log the day you did it as well. So you'd be like, that's the day and date I watched it. Um, yeah, I think I think what I'll do is I'll just start using it from now. I watched, well, like you know, I watched tons of stuff over Christmas hmm. uh, because that's the perfect time to watch a ton of stuff. Yeah, but I think we we'll drip night, feed some of this out and just pick our pick our favorites. So, what did you watch last night? Oh yeah, well, no, I was just gonna say last night I, we we put on for the crack. We put it on uh, Wild Mountain Time or whatever it was called. Okay, uh, go on. Oh, that's man, Emily Blunt, Jamie Dornan, oh, Blunt, Christopher yeah, Walken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Anyone it's else? So bad. Uh, I can't even remember. We just turned it off. It's okay. terrible. Well, watched about twenty minutes of it, and it's just awful. And nothing, nothing happens in it. Twenty minutes, half an hour, nothing. Awful. <laughs> Not even remotely funny. Just terrible. What were they fucking thinking? You have to finish it. We need a full review. I need to know where it goes. I need to know if there's any character development. You can't just come at me like, I, I, I you've given me the equivalent review of me not watching it. My, re- my review having not watched it is that looks bad. And you've come back and went, I've put a third of the effort in and it's bad. Yes, I tried to watch it. You guys, you guys don't watch stuff all the time and, and say it's bad. Why, why should, why do I have? Because why, you, why, why you watched I? a third of it. You gotta watch the rest of it. Oh. Yeah, you do. You got to give give over the rest of your weekend now to watching Wild Mountain Time. Did you get to the point where he thinks he's a bee? No. Apparently, apparently he thinks he's a bee or something, and that's why he's incapable of having relationships with people because he's an insect. I, I I don't know. I've got half muddled reviews with that, but that that is closer to the truth than I wish it was. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> um, we turned it off and then watched something else, but I can't even remember what we watched, which is terrible. Did you watch oh, a movie or a show? Remember movie, movie. Uh, and we put out. We we were going to start watching the net with Sandra Bullock as well. Oh yeah, great movie. Oh, we watched the Craigslist Killer. That was terrible because we watched. We were watching Wild Wild Mountain Time or whatever, and then we were just like, right, if it's not good, we'll turn it off, and it wasn't good. So then we were just like, oh, we we were looking at different things. We were kind of thinking maybe a thriller or something. We saw the Craigslist Killer. We thought like maybe. Maybe that would be good. And it's like, you know what? I'm not going to look at the review of it. I'm just going to put on the movie and see, you know, just watch it. But uh, it wasn't very good. Terrible person as well. He's a narcissist, a crazy, crazy narcissist, medical student, killer, small dick energy person. That's another thing that happened over the Christmas period. What was that, buddy? The, the, the Andrew Tate... Oh, yes, yes. Fair Thing. play to Greta. Fair play to the Romanian authorities as well. That's yeah, like and fuck Andrew Tate and his corrupt legion. Fuck so him. stupid. I, saw, I, fuck him. I, I don't even know what he's about. I, oh, man, somebody linked to his website. He's, he's yeah, if ever you've seen somebody trying, like, you know that sort of, like, inspirational fucking alpha male type of seminar shite that people sell? Yeah, like, like that I can peacock make this and, and negging and stuff. But, but like, this site is basically going, hey, I human traffic and here's how I do it. You can subscribe to my course. Like, he doesn't say human traffic, but he's like, I made my money by getting women onto cams, like cam girl stuff. And my job was to be charismatic enough that they do things for me. And I've got X amount of that- people onto cameras who would never have thought about it before. I was like, that's, you're basically telling people you're. Anyway, horrible. Oh, my God. This, that's what this guy is about. And people fucking like and follow. He's the he's He had, let's not even, it's just he's the but worst. I, I can't even get Every video of him was worse. He, he. Yeah, fine human being. He, like, he achieved a high follower count by appealing to the worst people in the world. Yeah, what a scumbag. Anyways, fuck him. 
What? Where's he uh, from? I don't care. Um, I just yeah, thought I it was know. amazing that he got caught the same way they caught Tracy Jordan in 30 Rock. He just put a pizza box on the table and they figured oh, out where he was. So funny. So funny. Fuck him, though. Fuck him. May he rot and in fucking hell. Good stuff going into 2023. So far, we're bringing good vibes and positivity. Lots of people died. Pele. Wow, that was a... Okay, Pele passed away. Uh, I guess the Queen died. Who else are we, who else are we saying died? In? Nah, loads of people died, like kind of famous people. I can't think now, December. but in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, always happens. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to steer us towards the positivity we want in the new year um, and the life-affirming whatever you can only appreciate the positivity when you acknowledge the negativity there is no light without dark did you see avatar 2 in the end you did didn't you oh you i saw did that. yeah so we talked talk. about yeah. it in the last episode my, my my brother saw a shout out to benny uh shout out to benny happy new year benny. said happy new year benny and said uh he liked it you know but just as a pure spectacle type of thing you know? the, my issue with it is not that it's a bad movie it's that we're being told it's the best movie in the world it's groundbreaking, it's an earth shattering change of the paradigm and uh, it's no, it's all of this X, Y and Z and then on top of that they spent so much money making the fucking thing it's going gonna, it's gonna to yield good things for technology and filmmaking absolutely and it's a okay action movie it's fine yeah, fair um, fair. Um, I watched Pulp Fiction uh, the other day, I would say for the first time in my adult life, because oh. I certainly watched it before. Yeah, because you see, I've kind of acknowledged, right, that like there's basically, right, there's movies I would have watched, say, 15 mm-hmm. to 20 years ago. Yeah. That in all fairness. You're a different person. You've got a different viewpoint of the world now. I have, yeah, and I also do not remember 90% of it, you know? Mm. So there's the occasional, like, kind of like, I. But basically, it's just like, I haven't seen that before. You know, although, like, I have, but like. Mm. But I don't remember. So it's just like a lot of those kind of movies. I'm just like, you know what? I kind of, I know I've seen them and stuff, but it's like, I couldn't tell you a single thing about it. And if someone was to talk to me about Pulp Fiction, I wouldn't have a clue, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, so we're going to go back and rewatch a few of the old kind of more classic type of stuff like that would yeah. be cool. But, Do you like um, it? Yeah. Yeah. I can see how it was like different and influential at the time and all that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Tarantino should not be in any of his movies, but yeah. <laughs> I um in the same vein I watched the Royal Tenenbaums yesterday. Yeah, and fair. You I, see, I, that's I haven't... another one I've seen, but mm. I don't remember. You should watch it. You should put it on today. Yeah. It's really good fun. It's just a nice yeah. world to be in. Um yeah. I had I had forgotten a couple of things, right? I had never really forgotten the archetypal images of these people, but yes. based yeah. on the sort of weight that I've put on it at this point, I had forgotten that that was Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Because I have such a, like, goop, like... Brain. No, like, her company Perception goop. of her in your brain. Yes, I know. Yeah. Perception of her and this sort of, like, fucking, uh, what even would you call it? Like, health like products, culture. new wave, just nonsense. I have such a negative yeah. association with her based on all of that bullshit that I forgot that I liked her and things. So mm, I'm watching, yeah, I'm watching World 10, I'm going, oh, yeah. I used to really like Credit Paltrow and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and also, I had completely forgotten that uh, Alec Baldwin's the voiceover in that movie. No, I didn't know. You didn't notice that? Um, oh, no, I, no I, I, I don't remember. I just remember okay. uh, Owen Wilson is in it. Yes, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Danny Glover, yeah. Bill Murray, yeah. uh, Gene Hackman, yeah, Angelica Houston... Few the old hedge, um, it's great. Ben Stiller, uh, yeah. yeah, it's worth digging out. It's really fun. Uh, Wes Anderson's always been Wes Anderson. Do you know what I should watch and I have never watched? What big gap in the Wes Anderson catalog? Bottle Rocket, like first, first movie. What is it? Bottle Rocket. It's his first movie. Um, People love it. Don't know if I've seen it. Uh, am, well, am I, there we am go. I enamored excuse me excuse me do not interrupt me can I finish am I enamored with Wes Anderson alright well let's do a little Wes Anderson rundown of the movies let me pull them up here real go quick and you tell me what you've seen and you and tell me whether seen. or not it uh, arouses your amour whether you are enamored oh I like that let's let's see find out if what it arouses my your amour, amour. What's the first Irish movie Oscar version of that um 
on Will. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm not going to do it. It's the worst it. thing Don't in the world when Irish people do I that because they think it. it's the only oh, Irish that people. Like, Please fucking can we not? Um, 1996 Bottle Rocket. Have you seen it? Not seen it. Okay. 1998 Rushmore. Have you seen it? Uh, most definitely yes. Do not remember it whatsoever. Right. I have Rushmore, seen. Is that the one? In, is that the one where he's in college or high school? I think it's high school. Bill Murray. It's the first yeah. one that Murray worked he, with him. And he's trying to get elected or something, isn't it? As student council or something. Mm, yeah, something yeah, like that. I did see it. I did like At the it, same time, you have uh, election with Reese Witherspoon and I know, Matthew Broderick as well. Spoon, that gets mixed which up. Which is... And that's brilliant. Election is great. Rushmore, okay. Rushmore, back. Royal Tenenbaums, Life Aquatic uh, with Steve Zizou. I have no recollection of their Royal Tenenbaums. I did watch the Life Aquatic and I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The Darjeeling Limited. Nope. Fantastic Mr. Fox? Nope. Moonrise Kingdom? Nope. Grand Budapest Hotel? Nope. Have you not seen that? Nope. Oh, buddy, we're doing a Wes Anderson athon. Oh, cool. Um, Isle of Dogs? Nope. The French Dispatch? Nope. Wow, okay, well, you're you're out of Wes Anderson's. There was a little while back where I had not seen Moonrise Kingdom... I had not seen the French Dispatch. I had not seen Isle of Dogs. I had not seen the Darjeeling Limited, and I w- I realized one day I really do I really like Wes Anderson movies, and I haven't seen like fifty percent of his films. So I had this like mm. great little like oh I've got this pocket of stuff. Um, I d- I'm, I remember seeing him talk about the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, and he talked about how he had like got such a big budget and gone overboard, and it had been so kind of like it was. It was an overreach. Now, maybe it's the case of the budget was too big and the return was too little. But I don't ever think he backed off. If anything, I think he accelerated. Like, the French Dispatch is so hardcore Wes Anderson. It's like three little mini stories or four little vignettes. um, As if, you know, written by different authors from a magazine. You know, Owen Wilson is this Mm. sort of like color of the city kind of guy who writes about the town and everything that's in it. And they use him to set up the world. And then you get the next article that's about a little political upheaval going on. And you get those cast of characters. And it's all framed as, you know, the French Dispatch was a magazine from X year to Y year. And it was run by Bill Murray as the editor. And he had these authors or writers. And it's lovely, but it's so Bill Murray or so Wes Anderson it's like it's lovely but mm. it's so Wes Anderson it's fucking hardcore um, hardcore Wes Anderson um, alright well look let's let's make an agreement we have talked about Glass Onion we have talked about The Pale Blue Eye uh, we've talked about our Christmases our holidays we've talked about uh, some upcoming stuff let's mm-hmm. talk about what we're going to watch for next week Yes. Do you want to watch um, Bottle Rocket and talk about it? <laughs> that sounded very uh, like you're some sort of counsellor slash therapist. Would you like to watch Bottle Rocket and talk about it? Um, yeah, I can do. Let's, let's sure. watch Bottle Rocket and come back as okay. two people that have never cool. seen Bottle Rocket. Okay, let's do it. Um, I was going to make a, just one, because we we're going to finish up. Mm. We have a nice little rounded episode here. Mm. Um, you had mentioned it, because I did listen to yourself and Brian talk. Yes. Yes, uh, last time. I don't um, often recommend doing that, but listening to myself nope, and Brian well, talk. It's horrendous. But yeah, what bad. I was going to say is, uh, you had mentioned Violent Night. Did you get to see it? I didn't get to see it. And now it's like not Christmas. Uh, and I feel like I need to wait till Christmas. Can I be honest? Go on. I saw it. Yeah. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the fuck out of it. It's fuck. so stupid. It's so over the top and like in some people's eyes probably awful. It yeah. is fucking great. But it it's it's like so, Santa does die hard, right? So silly, so much fun. Yep. Exactly. And they it just double down on that and it's good fun. Glass. It's ah, great. glass. Uh basically like kind of you learn a little bit about Santa's past and where he came from and stuff and you know, uh there's a scene where I won't give too much away, but there's a scene where Santa kind of gets reacquainted with an old, uh, I would just say, reacquainted with an old uh, 
flame. Yeah, let's say old flame or an old an old part of his past life. Okay, uh, and once once he uh, reacquaints himself, it's it's uh, it, it gets wild as fuck and it's great. It, okay, it's so much fun. Um, I I totally enjoyed it. Uh, but it's kind of it's so silly. It's my type of movie. Uh, I I like that stuff. Not that not, not like even if it's like not an action movie. I like that kind of it's when it's like if it's a thriller or if it's a noir or if it's whatever. But there's loads of mad characters and mad things and just fun. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I will see. I just don't feel like I can watch it in February. I know. I know. Watch it. You could watch it tonight, buddy. Because at the end of the day, there's still Christmas lights around town. That's true. You could watch it tonight. So yes, so next week uh, we can we'll watch a bottle rotic bottle bottle rocket bottle rotted bottle rotted bottle 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 rocket. Bottle rocket. Okay, discuss. Cool. Okay, cool. Uh, also, small shout out to TV shows like The Patient. If people are watching it, I hope they're enjoying it. It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm looking forward to see how it ends. So. If we release this episode on Monday, mm-hmm. that's the first episode of the year. Yes, indeed, in episode 93. Uh, but technically the second episode, or like technically the second week of January, right? Sure. Yeah. So we're, Third week we're of looking January. to do, we're so busy, we're looking at doing another 50 episodes this year, right? Hopefully, yeah. Could we? Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Here's the, here's the next 50. Uh, we need to work out something to do for episode 100. We do. We do. We do need to work out something to do for that. We have to find out what date that will be. Yeah. And then do it. Which is doable. Let's find out what date. Let's work that out. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow would be what's the date tomorrow? What's episode tomorrow? 93? Mm-hmm. So, so, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 100. Okay, so we're basically doing episode 100 on the week of the 27th. Of February, yes. What's what's wrong with you? I I just laughed at like, I, in my head I'm winding up the episode and I'm like, okay, so I can just finish it. Will I finish it with a funny thing like we always do, or will we say New Year? Let's end with a like, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Endless Stream. That's been episode ninety two. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed it. Please tell your friends, share the podcast. We'll see you all next week. Like, smash, uh, and subscribe, and then. You just started counting, and I'm like, I'm going to end this with just you counting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 97, okay, 98, <laughs> 99. Yeah.